0: but yeah I feel like a lot of times we would get hey here's this one here's a spec for for your homework just make a program that does this thing mm-hmm. and so it doesn't really prepare you for hey here's a, a spec but then also like it's two months later could you do this thing for me real yeah, quick and you're yeah. like oh my god the answer is yes but like I did not build with that in mind give me a second <laughs>
1: Is this feasibly possible to do on a computer? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is the current code base set up for it? No. Hey, Zach.
0: Hey, Liz. Let me pull up my notes. I had <laughs> I had thoughts on this and I was like, I can do this without my notes. I can't do this without my notes. Um so I want to talk about the apple vacuum that i think is coming
1: okay as as the vacuum friend um by the way thank you for your vacuum uh suggestion i oh yeah i bought it was it um i've used it once it was adequate
0: exactly so i think the the apple vacuum is coming um i think that that's almost inevitable um and and the the reason that i'm thinking about this right now is that phil schiller just left apple sort of he yeah. advanced yeah within yeah. apple to a position where he has less responsibilities and less control right yes so he's seemingly on his way out of apple um he used to be the the marketing guy and and now he's he's something he's like still the the marketing guy but in a different capacity
1: yeah he gets he gets to he he my understanding Mm -hmm. is that he's on his way to the steve wozniak position where like you just kind of do nothing for apple but get a paycheck because you were important to the company right and they pay you to not tell too many company secrets
0: yeah that kind of thing (laughs) um and part of the reason that they're doing that beyond just probably phil schiller is like done is that this is something that um john Syracuse brought up on the accidental tech podcast is that when phil schiller leaves they need somebody to fill his spot right sure and so to make sure that there's people around to fill spots to kind of like trickle up through the the corporate ladder um you need to, to like keep things moving a little bit okay yep and so there's some other marketing guy who's going to get moved up to the top spot where Phil Schiller used to be, and then somebody else is going to take their place, and somebody else, you know, it's all going to, like, trickle up. Um, and so that's that's one thing that's happening within Apple right now, but also Apple is a little bit, in some ways, uh, it feels like they're not doing things with the consumer's best interest at heart. Right. A, a, a corporation? A corporation?
1: A corporation doing things for profit?
0: Excuse me?
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> Doesn't serve the public's best interest because it's not for the consumer, but for the pub, for profits? I mean, not even... <sighs> like short-term... G- Little, Uh stupid little gains for a worse customer experience. Short-term stupid little gains.
0: That's what Uh, capitalism's all about.
1: (laughs) GDP machine go (laughs) brr.
0: And so for those two reasons, I think Apple's going to make the eye vacuum.
1: Explain the logic, please. (laughs) I'm not following. There's a, a couple of jumps there.
0: the the story of apple a, a, as it's been told by some people who like write about apple right apple related things is that it's it's going to be a bell curve right they had like some rocky early years and now it's going up it's going up and they just made 13 billion dollars on iphone sales or something in the last year and at some point it's going to go down
1: again right you can't be the most profitable company in the world forever right so what,
0: what happens when Apple goes back down? I don't know, Zach. What happens? <laughs> there's an eye vacuum. There is a space in the market that now needs to be filled. That everybody wants computers. That Right? There's a whole domain of people who started paying attention to apple because they were like we need computers that work in the way that like works for us sure and not just like i gotta there's some registers here just think about the registers and you're like i don't i'm not a register person i just want to think about computers and not all the register stuff I just want it to tell me when my photos are of my dog. And you're like, okay, yeah, let's figure out how to do that. And Apple has for a while figured out how to tell you that your photos are of your dog. And they've done a, a decent job, all things considered. Um, but one day there will be an eye vacuum, and we will need another company to take their place. Sure, yeah. To fill that eye vacuum.
1: You really are... Uh... I don't want to make any sweeping statements here, Zach. Okay. Uh, but...
0: <laughs> 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 oh, the finger guns. The finger guns did it. Everybody's like, never record a podcast where you can see each other's faces. The finger guns did it right there. Record podcasts where you can see each other's faces.
1: Uh, But... I think because you were talking about being a vacuum friend, I assumed you were talking about a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> right. But you were talking about just a uh, an absence of thing. Right. Okay. This is making a lot more sense. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... Right, of course. Yeah, there there's going to be uh, a spot in a in our little system for people who make Apple-like computers that is not Apple because right Apple people who will make go down their bell curve
0: with the philosophy that Apple that people rallied around from Apple.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: When when Heart Two comes out. Mm-hmm. And the SSL implementation on iOS turns out to be faulty. Mm-hmm. And there's no Apple anymore and there's no, yeah, there's no way escrow up to account it, set up to be like, hey, whenever there's a security bug in our systems, the part of your license for buying an Apple product is that it's going to work. And we've ensured that by these measures, right? There's no... Mm-hmm.
1: Open source iOS. Open source iOS. Would they do that? Oh absolutely not. No, the they other, take that to the
0: grave. Uh uh-huh. the other part of it is I don't think Apple, when they're when they're on the decline, is going to be like gone necessarily. They're just gonna right. be like I don't know, like Vizio or whatever. They make <laughs> DVD players and cheap tvs (laughs) Mm -hmm. or they make fancy cars and bad robot vacuums for people who care more about the brand name than about how well their product works for them
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so in that respect i think it would be i don't think the computer that you have now is going to be crushed under the weight of apple falling
1: no definitely not and like even if it did i would just put linux on it or whatever mm-hmm. which is a cool thing about computers is that like to whatever degree i actually own this device <laughs> like i can pretty much do whatever yeah um, And, like, I don't think that the position that Apple holds is exclusive to Apple, the, like, the, uh, uh, in a sense that, like, it generates a culture of white guys on podcasts talking about it. Okay not that that's like apple's defining characteristic (laughs) but like it's certainly like a natural outcome of some basic characteristics of apple the secrecy the uh the
0: i think there was a a big cult of personality around steve jobs which plays into that yeah white guys on podcasts thing because it's this this rooster tails i think is the the term dovetails that's definitely more
1: the term um rooster tails like kind of go up and then back down and then kind of like <laughs> if they're trying to look bigger they kind of like out and um they wake you up at three in the morning <laughs> that's less the tail but like
0: the whole rooster
1: the whole rooster
0: So this doves well with um, something that I also think about kind of often when I think about the future and like the high and mighty, the wonderful lofty future that we all uh, dream of and write fiction about and everything, Mm -hmm. um, which I think started with an article. And if I can find that article, it'll be in show notes. But it's the wobbly table problem of the future. Which is that like when you go in somewhere and you sit down and you like put some weight on the table and it like leans a little bit. Mm -hmm. And you're like oh man and then you sit back up and the table leans back because what like there's a little bit more weight on the other end now. Sure. And just the feet are like not quite aligned because the floor is not quite aligned Mm because that's just like a fact of tables. I don't think there is a future in which there are no wobbly tables
1: i don't understand what you're saying i believe you that some tables are wobbly i have no idea where you're trying to go with this topic so i really like mostly i'm just thinking about like what does it
0: look like when somebody takes the place because the place of apple when Apple stops caring about consumers, where do I go to?
1: Canada. Oh. <laughs> um,
0: this is also inspired by something John said of like, I wish that I could just see what Apple would act like as a non-profit.
1: Oh, yeah, right.
0: And maybe it gets also to, there's a lot of thoughts all in here. There's thoughts on, like, Monopoly. Mm -hmm. Is Apple letting enough small companies exist that when Apple stops existing, another one can trickle up? Or are they just, like, buying out every single competitor to the point that there's no competition, they can't, they don't improve um, because nobody is pushing them to Hmm. And then when Apple stops, there's nobody outside of Apple with the knowledge to make things that could take their place.
1: It's really challenging to talk to talk about Apple as like existing in a space with competitors because, like, like I was saying earlier in the pre-show. Uh, Apple exists in a lot of markets. Like, the laptop market is, like, a very different market than the, like, phone market or the, Mm -hmm. like, streaming movie market. And because of that, it's really hard to say, like, oh, is someone going to take the place of Apple? Because, like, obviously no smaller corporation can make laptops and phones and movies and like logic i guess like the mediocre applications to run on all those platforms that they make Mm -hmm. and they're not all mediocre but like you, you think about like the notes app and it's like it's a pretty decent app i guess like it's not right. perfect, but it's also not terrible, and like you could reasonably use it to take your notes. And well, we
0: have come to expect cloud sync now as a part of notes, mm-hmm. and that's something that if I was going to make a phone company, I would not have like the brain space to also do cloud sync. Yeah, you don't as have the, the resources, corporate brain space. Yeah. yeah,
1: you don't have the money. You don't have the 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 people to maintain that, and mm-hmm. like the so when we talk about these massive corporations as existing in markets and like whether or not they're going to be other companies that take their place, it's it almost doesn't make sense, but it makes sense just 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 a tiny bit because we can talk about it as like a brand. And that is, in itself, a, I guess, a market? I'm that Market's not quite the right word, but, like, if you have people like the ATP boys, who, like, do think critically about Apple, but also, but I don't think any of them would buy a computer that wasn't made by Apple at this point in time right and that brand affinity is i think what we're really talking about when we're talking about whether or not another company could take the place of apple that is not necessarily what i'm
0: thinking about okay but i do think it's interesting okay like i do also think it's a it's a place to look around and i i think maybe i'm even thinking about something that's the opposite of that hmm. um, which is which is that if i'm making a a phone i'm not also going to make a risc-v compiler or a a, a rust compiler for risc-v and uh um and a cloud syncing notes app and so like all of these Things that we've come to expect from technological infrastructure are so centralized at this point Mm -hmm. that for a while you could. Apple made computers and Omni made a web browser. And Mm -hmm. I, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head, but right, there's all sorts of an ecosystem. that i don't know if we had to start something from scratch today that we would be able to get an
1: ecosystem in the same way what do we want to though like a much better i i personally i think that a much better situation to be in would be one where these technology companies don't segment their their products and services from each other like why can't uh, i don't have a real good example of this but like the why can't i store my uh, like i want to use the apple notes app but i want to store that on google's servers There's no way to do that right now. Right. And I think if you could, we would have, like, not necessarily, like... uh, First, we wouldn't have these tech giants because, like, you wouldn't have... Like, a cloud storage provider could be a business that, like... And it is a business for Amazon and Google and Apple. But mm-hmm. Apple, Google, Amazon do a lot of other things that are not cloud not cloud storage. And because of that, uh, we don't really have... I, I, I have a thought in my head. I'm just trying to figure out how to mm-hmm. say that. It, it, it's because they're not open and they don't work with each other i think that's a worse situation than those ecosystems existing like an ecosystem could exist like if if you're gonna like ecosystem is actually a really interesting word because like it obviously has biological connotations like uh like a real ecosystem is mm-hmm. like a combination of like what animals live there what plants live there what the weather's like and uh like what the soil is made out of like Uh and when like if you opened up a child's textbook and looked up ecosystem you would see like like a cycle looking thing because the the plant's Get eaten by the herbivores the herbivores get eaten by the carnivores and the carnivores die and feed the plants hmm and like there's also the weather and the sun involved that's not that's not the important part right we kind of think about it in that 2d kind of cycle where like uh, yeah my iPhone talks to my Mac and the Mac talks to the cloud and the cloud talks to whatever you know it's like it's Mm -hmm. all it all works together and it all just works and uh, like it could be more it's not just it's not as simple real ecosystems are not as simple as plant like one plant one herbivore one carnivore and they go in that cycle that's a terrarium at that point yeah (laughs) and um I think the same is true for technological ecosystems but we have positioned but tech companies will make more money if they don't allow like more animals, more plants could thrive in this environment but we're but we're not allowing it. And not us, but tech giants mm-hmm. aren't allowing mm-hmm. it. And the cycle is such that eventually the the
0: small mammals become the dominant species. Mm-hmm. Right? But if you don't let there be any small mammals, what happens when the dinosaurs die?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good metaphor. Like, ideally for me, Apple would open the whole thing up right now. So would Amazon. So would Google. We could have more space for everything it's just like it's it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous that we like position the world such that we don't even consider the fact that like someone might do this better and uh Mm -hmm. like i if it were opened up in that way obviously it takes some work but it, we could. Eat, I think. It, I think we we could get there, and um, I'm not sure if if we get to a point where Apple's on its downhill slope. I don't like my sense is that they wouldn't open it up. They would just keep everything proprietary, making the ecosystem smaller and smaller, killing everything, and eventually go out of business because such is the cycle of business or whatever mm-hmm. we might like a new like more open ecosystem might emerge or it might just be another tech giant move in or it might be n- neither of those things we don't re- like it's really hard to say yeah i think i've
0: remembered what i was thinking about wobbly tables um which is that like some part of me thinks like, oh, I wish that it would be Linux, right? It would be this wonderful, this open ecosystem and everything like that. But Linux is just kind of janky. Yeah, definitely. And by virtue of not being for profit, I think will always be kind of janky. I I think so, yeah. In the same way that Windows has a lot of jank, but you just get used to it because they they market the hell out of it. And that's how you get... Skype that just loses messages is because people just use Skype and you don't like the Microsoft's not deriving profit from the fact that Skype is not janky. Mm -hmm. Microsoft would not derive much more profit if Skype was not janky in the same way that the Linux foundation does not derive that much profit when Linux is not janky because that's just not like, yeah, that's not what people care about. The way that it flows.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense.
0: And so in the same way, I think like a lot of discussion has been going on around how janky Mac OS is. Mm -hmm. And it's because that's just not the focus of the profit making machine within Apple. Mm -hmm. I think No, it makes total sense, yeah. Yeah. And that's where I get back to the tables. Is that you could have every single table in the world automatically level itself. Sure, yeah. But that's a lot of work. Yeah, definitely.
1: For a relatively small problem. Right. One that annoys the hell out of me, for the record. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you, like... If you
0: sit down at a wobbly table mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my God, it's so wobbly, will you go under and like fiddle with the feet of the table to unwobble it? Depends if on the, it has
1: feet? It depends on the situation, right? Um, okay. But in general, I watched a number file at some point that showed a proof that you can twist, you can rotate a table that is wobbly. Mm-hmm. So if the table is rotatable, then you could event there is a at least one position in the infinite, infin like in the infinite uh, degrees of rotation. Oh uh, yeah, that's a it's a calculus thing. Yeah, like there's at least one position that is. Not wobbly, so if I have the option to do that, I w- usually do that before, especially if it's not my table. I don't have a wobbly table. I have a <laughs> the table that is not wobbly at the moment. Good. Yeah. I live in the dream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, like, the next time, that when you know, in 2028, when the world opens up and you can go to a Taco Bell... Mm-hmm yeah i'll probably rotate tables wobbly i'll
1: probably rotate the table all
0: tables should be mounted to the wall
1: because then yeah we we don't they won't wobble on their feet and we like having big open spaces in restaurants in the middle
0: I was just thinking, like, I don't think I've sat at a wobbly booth in a while, but that's because it's... Mounted to the wall. It's, like, attached. Yeah. Configurability comes at the risk of it
1: wobble. You know, Zach, one of the things you said earlier was that all this stuff is centralized, and that's what it... And that's, like, what we've been talking about is, like... The centralization leads to uh, things being artificially segmented and mm-hmm. not interactable with each other. Right. That was a that was a wavy sentence. That was a <laughs> wobbly sentence. Um, but I think you get what I'm talking about. But um, you know one technology that's very decentralized (laughs) it's blockchain ah can we run the future can we can we fill the eye vacuum with blockchain
0: i think blockchain is just (laughs) by by its nature always going to be significantly wobblier than any desktop os (laughs) I'm still thinking about, will blockchain be the tech giants of the future?
1: Okay, I'm going to... I have a hot tick. Okay. I hope so. Not blockchain in particular, but a good decentralized technology is what I hope for the future. Stuff like... uh, IndieWeb. Like, hell yeah. I want IndieWeb. And that is like... That's really as decentralized as it needs to be. Right. Like, it doesn't have to be... Like, everyone's hosting the entire internet. Like, blockchain kind of needs to be. Uh Uh-huh. But, um... Like, we can have things that are more decentralized than facebook
0: right i this is a mostly unrelated thought i got an instagram ad yesterday for a smart alarm clock um that has like it's it's basically just an alarm clock that you put on your bedside table and it's like This alarm clock allows you to put your phone in the other room so you can sleep without your phone near you.
1: It's just an Um, alarm clock.
0: Which is just an alarm clock. But they were like, do you have your phone near you when you sleep? Buy this alarm clock. And you're like, I don't... And they were like, also, this alarm clock does... We do like sleepy time sounds. We do mm, some white noise uh-huh. if you need it. We do pink noise if you need it. We do brown noise if you need it. There's a lot of noises. Sure. Um, the The alarms sound good. <laughs> that was that was a whole like thirty seconds of their three minute ad.
1: You know, like I I think that kind of thing in an alarm clock is important. Mm-hmm. Like I have an alarm clock that I use, and it's like awful in every way. Um, like the alarm is bad. It, the like switch to turn it off is like so small that like it's it's really it's really difficult. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it runs on batteries, like double A batteries. So like. If the batteries die, then the if you need rather if you need to replace the batteries, then the it stops keeping track of the time just entirely. There's no way to like replace the batteries Mm -hmm. one by one and have the time continue. Uh huh. So you have to reset it every time you. uh, But I keep it around because. It's the only alarm clock I've seen in a while. Not that I've been looking very hard, but it's the only alarm clock that I've seen in a while that doesn't light up. It's a non-backlit LCD Mm. display. And like the darkness of my bedroom is important for my sleep. Right. So like if the only light is a big like... like Bright red. Yeah. Like it's... I'm not... I'm not super picky, but, like, the alarm clocks that I've had are, like, incredibly bright for no reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, anyway, like, stuff like that can be important, you know? Like, yeah, it's yeah. the first thing you interact with every
0: day. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And my alarm clock isn't going to tell me that C Sharp is Turing complete. Not yet. The alarm clock's of the future, Zach. Well, so that's the thing is this was marketing itself as an alarm clock of the future because it's got it It automatically dims the screen when it's like, hey, it's it's dark in the room right now. So the clock is going to be dim.
1: Makes wow. sense. Incredible. Um,
0: and like even you can you can set it from your phone. You can like set when the alarm is on your you can use your phone to do that. But put your phone in the other room. Don't but touch it. put your it. phone in the other room. But I think the idea is you can be like, okay, my alarm is going to be at 745. But it doesn't like... For reasons that are beyond their control, it doesn't tie into the way that iOS does alarms or anything. You can't be like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: hey lady in a tube, please set my fancy alarm to... to 745.
1: Let's imagine for a second that... Mm-hmm. Like, this is... The 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 situation I'm going to describe is never going to happen, but it is kind of what I want. It, it's like okay, let's um that this could be how Linux works. The the thing I'm going to describe is could be how Linux works. So, like, let's say you have a phone with like Liz OS on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it has built in alarm functionality that like integrates into the system really well in some way. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Um, you know, like Siri will set it for you or whatever. Right. And you could write, a you, you could you could go into the source code of LizOS Liz and change it so that every time you set an alarm it sends a quick update to your smart alarm clock mhm and then you could just compile that reload it onto the phone and that's like a power user thing to do right but it would but be I possible think-
0: hooks even saying like hey i want if to hook so when i do my phone and i set an alarm it goes to it mm-hmm. the the lady in a tube server that i have sitting on my desk and that
1: would be cool and it could be something that someone a different service could provide but mm-hmm. it will never be as robust as changing the source itself and recompiling because it's always limited by the imagination of whoever's writing those hooks right so when
0: you say that's what linux could be how is linux not that
1: well i mean i'll say the obvious which is that it doesn't run on iphones (laughs) and right (laughs) uh but like more so than that. It's really complicated. And like it takes. A huge amount of effort. It would take a huge amount of effort. To do that I think. At least that's my impression of it. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have stuff like. Apps. Because like. Sometimes you just want to write. You just want to print tell a world. And you don't want to like have to learn how the os works to do that so if you get an android phone Mm -hmm. right you go
0: out and you get a Xiaomi android phone Mm -hmm. and you root it Mm -hmm. and you put like the default android os on there that's linux
1: yep it seems kind of that it seems closer to what i would want I think, mm-hmm. except I don't eh, I like my iPhone. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I can't do that now because the it doesn't. I couldn't get into my iCloud to get my Apple Notes with that. Okay, okay, so right. Yeah, it, if the iCloud was open in the same way that an, the Android and Linux could be, mm-hmm. like I could have the fancy phone and I could. I could have a fancy phone running an OS that I can modify if I want to. Like, it doesn't need to even be that easy. It just needs to be possible and, <laughs> and safe, you know? Uh-huh.
0: And I have a different, more buttony
1: image of the future. Yes. I... And I acknowledge, I I respect your lifestyle. Uh, (laughs) um, Some of my best friends are buttons. (laughs) But the thing about that is that you will, that both are possible. You can have a button future that is also open in that same way, in in the way that you could modify the code and recompile it. Mhm. They're not exclusive, but right now we have neither because it, basically because we can't go into iOS and say every time I set an alarm I want this to happen. And you can't do
0: that because then you'd get $80 iPhone clones that ruin the brand name of Apple.
1: Yeah, basically. That's, like, a very power user thing to do, is to, like, modify your OS and then recompile it. Mm-hmm. But it can also, like, be done by an expert. Not, it doesn't even need to be an expert, necessarily. But it can be, like, like, someone could make some amount of money saying, like, here's a different version of iOS that, like, Omni could could sell you a like omnifocus integration with your iPhone okay that would be different from an app or that's what apps are now that would be different from an app so you would have an app and then like that's good for most users and then like mm-hmm. if you want your if you want like when a task goes overdue or something like it could fundamentally change how the phone works in some way. Like that's a thing that could happen and you could, um, I, I, this isn't a very good example because I don't, I have no idea why you'd want that. Right. Yeah. But like a reputable software maker could, mm-hmm. and you could make a whole business doing stuff like that. And again, it could allow more, People to exist in this ecosystem and thrive in this ecosystem because the more things that are in those ecosystems, the more things that are allowed to be in those ecosystems, the more resources there are for everyone to share. Right. Okay. I like that picture of the future. Me too. And like the the glorious button future. Could be one of those one of those new things in our tech ecosystem, and not in our. But it can't be in the tech terrarium,
0: right? And I think for me, part of what's different about the glorious button future is that it's still more about open protocols. It's a little more at like the indie web level. Mm-hmm. Where you can't just like go in and rewrite Facebook. Sure. But you can say, I, I'm i going to publish my normal posts and then I'm also going to publish image posts. And if you want to see the image post, you just subscribe to this thing. Mm-hmm. And some consumers understand how to get that and some don't. But it's based on like, there there's a protocol that exists for it. And yeah. so it's the same thing that there's an alarm protocol that I, I hit my alarm button and I set my alarm. And it goes to to my button tube Mm -hmm. that um, coordinates all of my buttons and tells my watch that there's an alarm set for 7.45. And so my watch should buzz at me gently at 7.40 Mm -hmm. because then I'll already be starting to become awake or whatever the thing is. There's a protocol for sending a message to the button tube and the message could be i set an alarm and that's like an http post or whatever there's a Mm
1: -hmm. and another cool thing that could exist in a button slash open source feature Mm -hmm. is like middleware companies that like that create software that converts this protocol to that protocol so you if a certain like let, let's say indie web just for example if indieweb web was like eh, http requests only right like and but you have a different technology that is like eh, ftp only you could have some middleware that takes the relevant information makes it ftp and these things don't have to be as exclusive and you can also uh just install that you don't have to it could be like an IFTTT thing where you send the http request to iftt or you could put that You can put that same functionality directly onto your server that is hosting the new web uh, site. Right. And it could just hook into your your own protocols. And these things can exist at every level of complexity. Cause you could because you own the server, you can rewrite everything about it it doesn't need to be mm-hmm. http but like that's the default and it's and you're like not a computer science phd so you don't know how to do that and mm-hmm. um but someone is and they can give you software to do it and these things can all exist in the same space but they can't right now because none of it's open and i feel like i'm repeating myself now so I mean,
0: I went back to the button future, so repeating yourself is, <laughs> I did it first.
1: <laughs> um, and that's what I hope happens in the iVacuum. But I don't think it's going to. Because <laughs> the vast, vast majority of everyone is good, says so an iPhone is good enough. Mm-hmm icloud is good enough god google docs for ios is good enough google readers all i would ever need (laughs) and um because of that it's not profitable and not not profitable but not profitable in the way that you said before with the tables like this is a small problem that we could fix for a lot of money to turn every single table into the fancy ta- into a fancy table that will automatically like it has like a gyroscope in it or something that like keeps your food mm-hmm. stable in an earthquake <laughs> you seen the pool tables on cruise ships no They like, yeah, they have like a gyro in them that like keeps the balls wherever they're supposed to be. Oh. Because the ship will rock and stuff. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know how well it works, but like, yeah, I guess every pool table could be like that. But like, it's only really profitable on cruise ships because most of the time people don't care that much if their pool table is a degree or a couple off.
0: So do you want to be the personality that they cult around and all the white dudes start podcasting about? Or no. do I need to do that? You
1: you need to do that. Aww. I'll be your uh your Wozniak-esque friend. As long as there's a Wozniak,
0: I think I think that's a good I think that's a good place to be. So Steve Wozniak was like a computer engineer extraordinaire, right? Sure. A lot of people look to him and they're like, this guy got how to make computers. In a time when it was, uh, there were more people, I feel like, who could check his work. Um, but I'm not sure about that. That's just like a, a feeling I have. Okay. That there were more people who got computers at all levels kind of just because there weren't as many levels. Sure. Right. Yep. That makes sense. Um And so at around the same time as Steve Wozniak, I need to double check my facts here or I'm going to say something horribly inaccurate. Um Okay. So around the same time that Steve Wozniak was making the Apple 1 and the Apple 2, um I don't know how to pronounce these words because they're in a, in a Slavic language. Voya Antonik. Uh, Voya Antonik. um, Was building a socialist computer in Yugoslavia (laughs) so this is a computer that was created to like to to fill a vacuum um, of like hey we don't have enough computers here in Yugoslavia and we can't afford um, to import American computers Uh, so here is a magazine on how and where to get all of the parts to build your own computer based on this one guy's design, Antonik. Uh and Antonik. <laughs> um Anton- And so they produced the Galaxia which was a a, a schematic for a particular kind of computer. Okay. Um, that used tapes to store the information, the programs um, that it would use, Uh, did some pretty smart things with its compiler um, and just like inspired this revolution of computation in Yugoslavia. Uh, One of the most interesting ways, like one of the most interesting Emergent things that happened from this widely distributed, um, custom-made tape-using uh, computer is that you could stream programs over the radio.
1: Oh, cool! To
0: be recorded by a like a tape recorder, sure, yeah, for audio, um, and then play it back in the computer. That's pretty uh, cool. Which was just like an interesting thing that happened happened because of this socialist computer that they made.
1: Okay.
0: So when the revolution comes and all the cat girls and their Doc Martens get what they want... <laughs> And everybody has universal basic income and health care and, um, right, ev- mm-hmm. everything they could need. Uh, I don't think that's even true. Not everything they could need, but everything that they do need. Mm-hmm.
1: What happens then? Well, I'll tell you what, Zach. Uh, definitely... There will be no motivation whatsoever to make cool things. Absolutely. There will never be another cool thing ever again as soon as Mm -hmm. people can afford to not make the cool things to survive. Right. But beyond that... The only
0: thing that's getting me, a rich person, cool things is that other people are scared of dying. If folks aren't scared of dying, I won't get cool things. I I do wonder though like if the kinds of cool things we have will be the same kinds of cool things that we have now. How how will cool
1: things change? How will cool cool things change? I think that's uh-huh. a really good question because it's definitely and it's definitely worth asking even if you accept that cool things wouldn't go away. Do, you, do okay, so I guess first do you need do, do does anyone here need convincing that cool things won't go away?
0: I am currently in a place where I think maybe cool things would go not all cool things, but like some cool things would go away. Um, but that's worth it because I'd rather not have cool things and have people not be afraid they're going to die. Um, I agree. But, but do you think that it... Uh, I guess I could use some convincing maybe that cool things won't go away entirely. If that's something you think you'd provide. If not, I am very happy to say we can lose some cool things.
1: Uh, I, I think we might. We might lose some Mm -hmm. some cool things. But I don't think we're going to lose all cool things. And the cool things that are really important will continue. I think, like, if someone's, like, if someone discovers penicillin or something like that, Mm-hmm. I don't think they necessarily need to profit off that to have it be a cool thing that the rest of the country or the rest of the world can use. Okay. Like antibiotics wouldn't s- wouldn't stop being developed just because Uh, People needed to eat. Needed to keep making it to eat. Right, okay. So, I think those really important things that, like... I think computers would have continued being developed even if they uh, didn't necessarily need... To need to build computers to survive, mm-hmm. because computers are cool and they're useful, and they can help us, and they have helped us do the things that because of things like I can order a pizza to I mean we can like we can uh, do you am I making sense here (laughs) I know I'm still stammering a lot but like I I just feel like it's I don't have a lot of sympathy for the argument that as a in a socialist system where like you don't where you could live without working Mm -hmm. I don't have any sympathy for people who say that like if that existed then we wouldn't have things like penicillin and 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 like really like even better antibiotics or right. um or computers or iPhones and stuff like that like they would probably look different as like you it's hard to say without going into specifics about Mm -hmm. what the system looks like but um yeah i think they look different but i think like those things that are really important and cool would still be Uh around and frankly the type of people that would be like Ah, I've discovered antibiotics, but I'm not going to tell anyone unless they give me money. Kind of scare me.
0: Or that, like, walk through the world thinking that everyone, right, that they're like, I would obviously give away that knowledge, but everyone else, Mm -hmm. how do I incentivize them to care about their fellow man? Capital, clearly. (laughs) That's what does it. That's what inspires caring.
1: It's not even capital, really. Like, yes, there's capital, but, like, people don't, like, I don't know, Zach, like, just, like, speaking personally, like, money is a, sort like, kind of a tool to be, to, like, enjoy life. hmm And, like, I don't know, I think people are entitled to a life that they don't hate I don't know like that that's like a very that's a very large statement to say that's it has a lot of implications and a lot of uh there's a lot of like well if they have to well if everyone's entitled to a life they enjoy uh, who's gonna pick up the garbage or whatever and it's like it's you can invent arguments like that and you can mm-hmm. invent counter arguments to that but like none of it changes the basic premise of like none of it even like comes close to the premise of like we don't exist to work. hmm We don't exist for any particular reason. Right. Typically. Like, like that's the, my philosophy on it, at least. hmm So, like, without a purpose, a specific purpose, I think that there is, I, I think, the motivation of enjoying life is its incentive enough to inspire things like the Apple II, these kind of like transformative. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I, I am already dreading editing this episode because i know i'm just going to like be looking back at it and going you idiot why didn't you just like you could have said this or that and you would have made a whole lot more sense and here just just so
0: you have like an edit point hey liz um i'm not sure i quite followed that could you state it maybe a little bit more succinctly or maybe add a point uh, that you think is valuable (laughs) wow incredible thank you (laughs)
1: Starting at, if if we start at people shouldn't starve. Starting at that as, like, a premise for how we're going to build society in the cat girl, re- cat girl revolution. Mm-hmm. I think if you accept that, then you have to accept that, like, it has life has to be more than just surviving. Surviving is a really good starting point, don't get me wrong. But if you don't enjoy that survival, if it's like Mm -hmm. tortured and pained the entire time, and like, you're just like, yeah. If you don't get to have the benefits of being alive, like, qualia or laughter or right. you know something like that uh-huh. um, then like I think the natural next step is like everyone enjoying life everyone is entitled to some amount of enjoyment in their life to make it worth the survival that we worked really hard to get right And that's why watchsmiths will exist in the socialist revolution. Is that where this is
0: going? Oh, this was about underscore David Smith's app for the uh, Apple Watch, Watchsmith. Will that exist? If the socialist revolution occurred two years ago, would we have Watchsmith today?
1: Maybe. I think someone would want to do that. I don't know if David Smith was. I don't know if Mm -hmm. Underscore would. If Underscore didn't have to make apps to survive. I think he would still make apps. They would just be weirder. I think so, too. And I think we would benefit from that. Uh Uh-huh. I think the app store would be better because, like, he wouldn't have to worry about, like, are people going to buy this? Right, like if people don't buy this, am I gonna starve
0: Mhm, like his Geneva moon app or whatever i don't I can't imagine there are a lot of people who still use that complication mm-hmm. every day, but it's a thing that you're like, oh okay, cool, I didn't know that that could
1: happen, even yeah, and the and it it happened only because I think this is my. Uh-huh. I don't know David's life. I re- like I don't even listen right. to the one podcast that he does. I think um, maybe he does more. I just I just know under the radar. But um, uh-huh. but that only happened that that Apple was only made because he had excess resources and wasn't worried about whether this app was going to do well enough to continue feeding his family right
0: we should get in contact with mike hurley and start a podcast that's like free agents um where they're like oh yeah be your own boss everything but it's Mm -hmm. just about the revolution (laughs) what
1: does that mean like be your own Uh, boss but it's in socialism (laughs) (laughs)
0: like the whole point of that a lot of the time is like well, if you're your own boss, then you'll eventually be able to work, your. if you're lucky enough, be able to work yourself up to a point where you can just make a, a moon app yeah. for the watch yeah. for a little bit. And like, wouldn't that be neat? Wouldn't that be so cool to be in a position where you don't need to work every every day for eight hours a day to survive?
1: That's the dream.
0: I got so mine. So what's the pit?
1: what's the show? It's
0: it's just it's like finding the people who think like man, I really wish I could I could do this. I could get to the point where I like don't have to I don't want to have to listen to my boss and I don't want to have to and you're just like have you considered socialism instead of <laughs> instead of <laughs> trying to like hack the economy.
1: So it's just like it's an interview show but for uh But instead of interviewing them, we just try to change their politics. Right. (laughs) We start a Twitter campaign to get Elon Musk on.
0: (laughs) So now it's time for a product sponsorship with the Worrying Bugs. This episode was sponsored by Alex Ambridge and his new product, Countdown Toilet Paper. Countdown Toilet Paper is a wonderful new product with some absolutely excellent new features. Each square of the Toilet Paper, the Countdown Toilet Paper, comes with perforated numbers counting down the remaining tissues on the roll until you reach zero and then... Game over, which is the message left on the empty roll. Just in case you didn't hear me the first time, Countdown Toilet Paper offers perforated numbers counting down the remaining tissues on the roll. So if you want that, uh, go check out check out Product Hunter um, and Alex Ambridge on Instagram. This has been a sponsored product placement message <laughs> and we once again want to thank product hunter and alex ambridge for sponsoring this episode so jared if you um have a protocol already in mind for the
1: button future or if you are underscore david smith and you have thoughts about uh whether or not a socialist watch smith could exist You can find me on Twitter. I'm at...